great TV premise, like a sergeant who's been busted down to investigating nothing but the shittiest crimes. It has to have been done. It has to have been done. I think Let's write it. Let's write it. If it hasn't been done, it's been pitched. Yeah, but you know, sometimes people have ideas, but they're just not the right person to write that idea. Like I bet, I bet there's a bunch of great creative ideas that have been floated in the universe that have come out of the wrong heads. Absolutely. That they've like they have the idea, but to turn that idea into anything good is a whole different thing, right? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. It's like that guy that wrote that movie the other day that you told me about. You know, Santa came down the chimney and. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you give that script. They can't do nothing but respect. Man, listen, we got infancy. Two was good, and then three it started. Two was right. Just too much gore for the sake of gore, rather than plot. You know. Anywho, nobody wants that. Nobody, nobody, nobody wants gore. Yeah, just fucking. Of course, no, that's not true at all. Dude. There's like whole networks built around. How about that a shit. movie? How about a movie where Al Gore plays a serial killer? I love it. I and you just—it's it. just called Gore, and it's just filled with the bloodiest shit. And he just walks around like this is for not taking care of the environment. He should just ah! like, oh, dude, he should just like fill people with like carbon monoxide, like just fucking like, you know, like traps like a senator. What's the most embarrassing thing you could admit you listened to when you were young? Uh, I think I just did. It's gotta be that. Backstreet Boys? Probably the Backstreet Boys. Oh, for sure. Okay. And like loving them as a little kid. Like loving them. I don't know what mine would be. I had a weird obsession with the, the soundtrack to the Godzilla movie when I was about six or seven years old. I had it on cassette and I apparently just played it over and over again. Children. I don't know. This I is really like that tape. Puff Daddy song. The one, the Puff Daddy... <laughs> Was it Led Zeppelin? They did the mashup for that movie. It's a different world. Street world in the back world, you know? Bottom line. Bottom line. It's a whole different By the fact that I made myself sick and didn't go to work the other day, I would I would probably go with Cookie Monster. It's true. All right. All right. It's the equal contention. Uh, watch out for spicy foods at 7 a.m. The devil certainly does work <laughs> the in the devil- serious ways. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, shit. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that was a rough day. Oh, boy. Wow. And on that note, buddy. What is it? Episode 24 now? 24. All right. Look at that. It is March 7th, uh, 2.48 p.m. here. Episode 24 of the fucking A podcast. Welcome back for another episode here. My name is Matt. This is Dan. Hi, buddy. How you doing, buddy? Everything good? I'm living, fam. I'm living. I'm living the life. Living the, the quarantine dream. Happy, happy COVID anniversary, I guess. It's, yeah. it's, we're, we're there, right? This yeah. is a year. This My, a- uh, my girlfriend just sent me like her her memories from literally one year ago on her phone. It like reminds you of stuff, and it was us in Mexico, <laughs> right before this shit went down. We got back, the yeah. country shut down. 
Fucking hell, man. It's been a year. Happy COVID anniversary, bro. COVID anniversary, I should say. We are one full year deep officially, which is wild, right? Not not that like not that anybody isn't already thinking that all the time. Yeah. But I distinctly remember talking to you where I was like, oh, I think, you know, summertime will be ready. And you're like, no, it'll probably be like more like September, October. And I was like, OK, yeah, that's being it's being yeah. conservative. Yeah. I remember agree. remember I when agree. we thought it would just be yep. six months. <laughs> yep. And we thought we were being like the excessive conservative ones who were like, oh, don't listen to everybody. Yeah. Saying summer. Yeah. Even though like even though people who do things for a living were like it's probably going to be 18 months at least yeah they said that from people the were like no <laughs> they said that no, from the jump. i don't believe you here's a link to a youtube video i watched about this like oh, okay and here uh, we are hey man shout out to the cdc i got an article about them a little later on it'll be nice oh to oh, oh a little foreshadowing eh? all dun, right dun, 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 dun. This, this is how we're drawing in our listeners now you have to stay around for the whole honestly episode. Uh, honestly i need to tell our listeners something you okay listen to our podcast but like you shouldn't like really listen to me like i'm a dude that's sitting here right now i have a cup of water i have a coffee and a glass of lemonade beside me i'm an indecisive person i have all three all to me at once I might jump. Are you in, are you like at times? Are you indecisive or are you never fully satisfied with any of the pleasures of this modern existence? I actually think I can go a step farther and just say that I'm spoiled and that I actually didn't grab any of these myself. My girlfriend is a gem and brought me all three. <laughs> so wow. I am spoiled. Wow. <sighs> Typical man. I know, right? Just I off camera, I yell at her and tell her what to do, and then on camera, I'm super polite. Right. I really appreciate that through almost twenty, you know, almost a quarter of a century of episodes here together that you consistently make me look so much better in contrast to you all the time. It's it's wonderful. I really appreciate that when our fame blows up, I'll be the more likable one, and therefore I can parlay it into further opportunities. Are you are you telling me that I'm going to be the Dan O'Toole and the network's going to tell me that? Uh, they don't have space for me anymore. That's that's right. They're gonna oh, be like, fuck. he's gonna go solo now, Matt. Sorry, he, Matt. Like behind closed doors, that guy's gonna say something a little racy oh, or extra, oh, and no, we don't want to deal with that. This is a great narrative. Then we can do it like a Facebook story, right? Where, trust like, you're me. gonna like sue me, and we're gonna have like a drawn out court battle. The world of podcasting will never be the same. Everybody will split off into teams. You know what I mean? Team Cookie Monster or Team Elmo. <laughs> <laughs> it's always red versus blue, dude. It's always red versus blue. <laughs> Doesn't matter what it is. Coke, Pepsi, Cookie Monster, Elmo. Fuck, you name it. It's red, blue. Are you the, my team? Leafs and Canadians. Your team? My Raptors team, not France. your team. Exactly. Uh, my team, tri- not your team. Your team suck. Oh. Tribalism at its finest. Pretty much. That's all we are. That's all we are. Hey, you know, what? I had to draw back, though. I, I, I think you're selling our, our listeners short. Okay. How so? Because because, you know, I think they're smart enough to know not to fucking listen to you. I think so, so too. I, I think, think so the, the type of people we are getting here on this show are are the kind of people who are capable of that kind of thought. I again, see, I'm scoring points. I like to give our listeners Stop nothing but credit. You bastard. I see you. <laughs> nothing but credit. Please buy a get T-shirt. So get out the fuck out of here. <laughs> I think you guys are great. Now, will you give us money, please? Wee! Thank you. <laughs> uh, OK, so. I, I told you a little while ago I stopped using Instagram, right? But I got a yep. quick beef for you. And okay. my beef is it is so small, but it annoys me. So 
I don't know if you use it, like you use Apple phone. I don't know if you have, you've ever had multiple Instagram accounts, right? There's this little thing where you can like click on your profile and it'll list your oh, you accounts. Can switch between them. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's like a quick switch thing. Right. But it'll also show you when you open that little menu, how many notifications there are under each account. Right. So okay. you have this many new friends, likes messages, whatever. So when you click on it, you know, you know, if there's something there. So I stopped using my personal Instagram account and I took it off the phone. Right. And then I put it back on just to a key. I put it back on literally for five minutes and like, just check if someone's messaged me or something like that pretty much never but i left it on the phone one day and i came back a little while later when i was switching i noticed that my personal account had a thing that was like you have a notification so i was like oh okay whatever click that go in nothing there so i'm like okay interesting come back like a week later there it is again same thing nothing there and then i was like i'm just i'm just gonna leave it but not click it right come back like a week later now there's like now it's like four notifications and i'm like there's nothing there, is there? Just, just, just can't be like they. So click it. No, nothing, nothing there. In fact, one time I looked and and the notification it was sending me was somebody we knew in college was friends with another person, and it was like a recommendation of like you might know this person too. Add them as a friend. It sent me that every day for four straight days. The exact same people. This person knows this person. Maybe you'll know them too. Here's a notification. It just kept being like, hey, come back. Push notifications. Did you want to come bro. back? They're literally poking you with a stick. Yeah. Like come someone on. you haven't talked to in a few years knows some other person. Are you friends with that person too? Like every day? Like, no. Have you, walked past, have you walked past this person outside of the busy eating center before? Well, great. Yeah. Don't you want to get to know them? So I'm on to their shit. I want Instagram to know I'm, I'm on to you. You fucking lying cowards. So, yeah, cowards. robot robot owned motherfuckers. That's right. Let's just keep calling them names. God, I love show them. I love Mark Zuckerberg interviews, man. He's a fucking robot motherfucker. That I'm, dude is he, not human. Yeah, he's not of this world. He is not human, bro. That dude is a fucking android. Not on some like uh, for the let me be very clear here. Not on some reptilian space people shit. He's not a shapeshifter, <laughs> but goddamn, there's something there's something off about that guy, man. I'm just there's waiting for the off. day that you flip from from being like not that it's this and this to being like, okay, well, let me tell you why Mark Zuckerberg's a, a space lizard <laughs> shapeshifting person. Like, like one day when you finally have watched enough conspiracy videos as a joke that it's, it's actually just it'll suck now. you in. I just yeah. haven't I haven't gotten to the point yet where I haven't seen good enough special effects with no counterpoints from the other side. <laughs> you know, I need a little, little more and then they'll probably get me. It's true. Once their CGI catches up, it's going to be tough. You know, Yo, so those I, 3D Anunnaki animations almost get me in those YouTube ads, but you know, you can, you can't, you, the fine detail, it just falls apart. Dude, I saw this, uh, I saw this documentary on Crave about a fertility doctor. Have you seen this? No. Okay. So spoiler alert, I'm going to, Talk about a couple of things in here. If you don't want to hear this, skip ahead about a minute, but I'm not going to ruin too much of it. See if you can actually take a minute. Okay. So fertility doctor. Okay. Uh, he gets women to come in, you know, they want to get pregnant. He gets hooks them up with the sperm sample stuff, yada, yada, off they go. Except this man was using his own sperm and is now like the father of like over like a hundred kids. And they found out through like ancestry.com shit, like people all linked up. No. Yes. This was this was the this was the premise of a crappy TV show that came on the air a few months ago. Are like you serious? Last, a year ago, I swear to God. Give Are you serious? Second. Give me a second. I I swear this is a real thing because I remember. Seeing well, it. it's Hold inspired on. by a real doctor then because this. Is so okay, but when did this story happen? Uh, 
couple of years back and there's litigation stuff in court like as of now i think so it would have definitely inspired that show for sure but anyway so this doctor this doctor uses his own sperm to inseminate you know all these different women and they start finding out can you imagine to find out that like your dad's like or you thought you were like just adopted or whatever and then you find out it's like no my i was actually you know illegally donated to yo i i just thought of this too so, okay i was talking about that child abuse thing I was walking it's, through. A good seg- it's a good segue, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was walking through the subway the other day and this woman had a shirt on that said wooden spoon survivor. So now <laughs> it made me think. Okay. I was like, wait, are you are you trying to be like, yo, I got beat as a kid and I'm OK. Shut up, you whiny people that don't beat your kids. Is it a case of like she's proud of the fact that like I got through child abuse and I'm good now? Uh, it made me think. It really made me think. You, ever get you don't actually with- know, do you? Well, I didn't stop her and say, hey, excuse me. I'm just curious on why you were wearing a wooden spoon Survivor T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't do that. <laughs> don't you know what you do? You don't talk to people on the subway. And if they talk to you, you just look away and say no. And you don't make eye contact. Right. OK, hold on. I'm doing more. I'm doing additional. This episode today has a has a new flavor of me doing research as we record, which is going to sound great when I edit this episode later on. But it's, um, you know, it's it's pretty it's pretty new this is how we're sort of this is how we're evolving right as the podcast continues that's that's devolving talk devolving what to to now splitting my attention between two things you think yes should have done your research before well this is your this is your thought so you should have astral projected you should have astral projected to me and met me in the space column and just you know known what i was gonna say you got it you know when we're gonna mutually astral project I need a little heads up. I need I need forward notification here of like when you're meeting me on the astral plane because the the position of the moon matters, Matt. Okay, the the planets, everything needs to line up. I don't just astrally project on a whim. I mean, well, I do, and you should have known. Oh, well, maybe I, not I, all of us were blessed with the gifts of your projection. Okay, listen, listen, listen. I'm an empath. Okay, I sent you a request through the astral plane, and you didn't accept. Oh, I turned off my astral notifications the other day. Shit. That do was probably dis- it. Do not disturb. What you, would you do? You put on your fucking tinfoil yeah. hat and sat in your house? I just closed like, my head and I just closed my eyes and just went. And then I don't get notifications anymore. It's just about my focus and my attention. I'm really focusing more on like being a productive person in my free time. So notifications you're working, off. Okay? You're working on I mean, your meditation skills. I see. You. I am. I am. I'm a wooden spoon survivor. <laughs> I am. I, uh, yo, did you ever get spanked as a kid? Did you ever get spanked as a kid? Yes, a couple times. A couple times? Dude, I yeah. got spanked once ever, and I deserve that shit. I'm not even mad about it as an adult. I don't know this if is, I... I'm sorry, this is this is when you cracked eggs or something yes, in your own did carpet? I, did I, have I told this before? Yeah, this is you told that in your mom's stories, I believe. Oh, okay, in our mom excellent. Episode. Please go back and listen to episode 10 of fucking A Podcast if you'd like to hear an intimate dive into both of our pasts and our mother's relationships when we answer questions from our mom. Our, our moms that was that wasn't i didn't i didn't nail that plug no you didn't no. but for any for any okay. new listener i'll give you the 30 second sure. version i was an asshole little kid i was like i think four at the time like i was really young um never been spanked before or anything like that never been spanked since however we had shag carpet this was early 90s cut us right. some slack grabbed some eggs and i cracked eggs in the shag carpet and my mom caught me and lost her shit and took the eggs away from me didn't spank me told me like you know never do it again put me on timeout kind of you know four-year-old stuff well i went back to the fridge and got more eggs and cracked more in the shag carpet and i got my ass 
spanked. I deserve that shit though. I just, I would spank the fuck out of my kid if he did that on the second attempt, like twenty From minutes. Shitty later. kid to inspiring podcaster. You've come yes. so far. Yes. So proud of you. You know, Thanks. you've really grown up. But okay, so I did Google it. Wooden spoon survivor. Yes, it's supposed to be that. My, you know, my mama gave me an ass whipping with a wooden spoon as a kid, and and I'm still here. Oh, fuck which, that. Fuck that shit. Yeah. Soft. Got, there's there's soft a few politics. results. There's a few results here that are about people being like it's kind of a you know it's kind of disrespectful to people who like actually got seriously abused or like yeah, I don't go that far with it. You know what I mean? So do you want to get into like the social like debate about this, Matt? Like definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> Is that on like- brand for us? I feel like no. At no, times, also, oh, no. absolutely. But I, here's the thing: like, yeah, don't beat your kids. But like, if they crack fucking a egg carpet, don't multiple, beat your kids. Don't beat your kids. Fuck Al Qaeda. You know, we're, we're <laughs> we take. Oh, sorry, fuck the Taliban. Right, me. right. Somebody needs to. <laughs> somebody go out on. The world is in need of two podcasters like us to to blaze the moral trail for the rest of the world to follow. We need guidance right now. And where else are you going to look for it? Then, speak, then speaking right of blazing, welcome back, buddy. Welcome back. Hey, Congratulations. yes. Congratulations. I did complete 25 days off from smoking weed. Yes. And then and then I didn't even smoke on Friday night until like 9 p.m. Bro, AA wouldn't even give you a chip. You didn't hit 30, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it was it was uh it was not that, you know, amazing of an experience, like not in the fact that it was bad. It just wasn't like I don't really know what I got out of it. Life was revolutionary. Yeah, no, my life feels ex- my life felt mostly the same throughout and now feels exactly the same again. The only thing I have now is the like craving again where I'm like I could, you know, what else you had, like I a tolerance today? break and now you're getting super lit. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. My first night back, I was like. I just watched Netflix and was like, whoa, and passed out on the couch. <laughs> just like college again, bro. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's quite an experience, but thank you. Yes, I, I am. I'm back off the wagon on the wagon. Yeah, yeah, I think you're back on the wagon. On the wagon is being on know. the wagon. I mean, you're a substance abuser or isn't it when you're off the wagon? I thought off the wagon meant you were off the substance, but like, I don't fucking know. Everything what makes I think more is sense. backwards. What makes more sense? If you're off the wagon, you're what? Like rolling around in the off in the wagon. The sounds like you're face. fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. That's what that. I mean. Isn't that, isn't that what it's supposed to mean? Off the wagon is you're like, you, you were inebriated until you were no longer able to sit upright. Is that sort of the idea? <laughs> I, I, you know what? I think I'm with you. I think I've changed sides on this one. Yeah. Right. Off the wagon. You're, you're, you're toast. Okay. Okay. We finally, we finally put that debate to rest after, I don't know. I think the four weeks that I keep mentioning that and no, not getting anywhere. So, right. yeah, I'm yeah. with you. I'm All with right. You. I got a we were speaking about the covid anniversary, right? Yep. And so, you know, since we're talking about the Rony virus here a little bit, since I since I laid a foundation to come back to the topic later on, it's expert podcasting right there. So, you know, it's been a year and all that. And it's, and, you know, people are still traveling, though. They're still moving around. They're still, you know a general gen, general movement of people happening whether they tell you not to do that or or whatever mm-hmm. nobody gives a shit so if you're going to china now you might want to you might want to watch out now they've you know they've made a recovery but they've also installed some new rules and one of their new rules is that apparently as foreign visitors arrive in china now got to get a covid test there too like you do in most places understandable yeah understandable right now china's got a different way of going about these covid tests now that they've decided to to implement at their airports specifically for foreign travelers 
And uh, if you didn't like the nasal COVID test, let me uh, let me let you know that if you go to China, you're going to get the anal COVID test. Bro, what? Yes. Now, the Chinese scientists, the uh, the people that they put in front of the microphone to say what they're supposed to <laughs> say that this new change in policy is based on their science. Right. You know, getting a swab up your ass is apparently more scientifically viable. Makes sense. They say they seem to think that the testing is more accurate, you know, and, and if you're thinking to yourself, OK, I go to China. Get off the plane, go through customs. They want to test me for COVID. And now they're sticking a swab up my ass, you know, with my pants down by my thighs in a, <laughs> in a dimly lit room in the back of the airport with some guy shoving a thing up your ass. At the very least, I don't have to get the one where they tickle my brain. Silver linings, right? Silver linings. I think I don't think it's more accurate. They probably just want to use it as a deterrent. Don't come to China. We're going to shove stuff up your ass. There's going to be a bunch of people that are like, oh, oh, fuck. I've got bad news. I've got bad news. What's that? Not only are they going to stick that swab up your ass, but you're also going to have to get the lobotomy as well because you also get the nasal swab while you're there. Oh, God. So there's no silver lining at all, my friend. Pig roasted by two doctors with swabs. What order would you want? Okay, you get off the plane in China. What did they use the same stick? And they're gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> That's my first question. <laughs> That's my first question. <laughs> okay, well then it's not an interesting thought experiment if it's the same stick. But if yeah. you different sticks being used, hopefully, uh, which one are you going first? Do you want the one to the back Nose. of your brain, or do you Nose. want the ass first? Give me a little foreplay. Nose first. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking more like maybe you'll hit something and I'll be woozy enough to not notice you shoving a swab up my ass. No, I feel like I feel like you if you got like the, the anal swab first, you'd be like, I literally just got like violated and then it's coming back for your face and you're just already defeated. <laughs> no. Where the face you're like, oh, that's uncomfortable. I don't like that. And then you're like, well, what's next? You know, I feel okay. like you want the worst. You want the, the one up your ass to be last so that at least once that's over, you're done. Yes. Right. Yes. There's not something else to look forward to. I'm, I'm still traumatized. Yeah, exactly. So clearly China's just sick of like for the past year, everybody in the world has just been ripping on China and like being racist to people who even look any sort of yeah. like look like they're from any part of that world whatsoever because Apparently people are stupid. Bad. So now China's basically what? Like, go fuck yourself. You're going to come here. We're going to shove things up your ass. Like you're China right. was right? already like, go fuck yourself. Now they're like literally shoving things up your ass but see, we we spent everybody's been shitting on them for a year and they're like oh oh yeah is that right well okay if you want to come to this big beautiful ancient society of a country that we have going here i'll tell you what you can bend the fuck over when you get here <laughs> and we're gonna stick something up submit submit to an honorable duel it's like it's like the world's worst terms and conditions like oh did you want to enter china oh did you not read the bottom of of your ticket here yeah you agreed to this going straight up your ass sorry can you you imagine if you just literally didn't know and you went over there right now being like i know i'm gonna get COVID, and i know i shouldn't do this but i'm going for work or something and then you show up and the the guy pulls a glove on you're like wait what are you here for business or pleasure business business what why is why is he putting lube on the tip of that uh stick over there (laughs) is that normal here that's well, crazy, what? man. Are we going? Why are we going into this room? <laughs> I don't know. I don't speak Chinese. Can somebody help me? I Yo, don't. You, I don't know. 
Have you ever been taken to one of those side rooms at an airport? Not yet, but I'm not looking I have, forward to it. Right I have, now. and I, have I know to. I didn't do any, like, I knew I didn't have anything wrong or didn't do anything illegal. And even still, I was like, oh, fuck, like, what's going on here? Right. Duck took everything, checked every part of my body, fucking took my wallet out, swiped all of my cards down, every everything. part of your body? Uh, they didn't, they didn't give me a COVID <laughs> anal swab, but pretty well, much everything else, man. They- <laughs> did they get awfully familiar with a glove or something yeah or i they... got i got fully like patted down everything man no and i'm wondering the... did you get the prostate exam is what I no want... no no they don't they don't okay. do like an anal cavity search thing i they you weren't that, that suspicious. suspicious okay mind okay. you i was the 19 year old guy that was going to montreal to ski with you know spacers in my ears and everybody else around me was so you're saying that you were uh I was racially not, profiled. Not raci- I was trying to <laughs> not racially profiled, but I was trying to think of the alternate word. You were appearance yes. profiled, essentially, is what you're telling me. Every time I go to the airport, every single time I get flagged. I get I'm always randomly selected. You can I swear to God, I told Haley this. I'm like, I'm telling you, watch. And every single time we've gone, I've been randomly selected every time. So basically, I'm learning right now that I shouldn't travel with you. Don't fly with me. Don't fly with me. Everything's always fine. And that's why it's hilarious to me. My favorite Frank Sinatra song, by the way. Don't fly with me. (laughs) Stay off my fucking plane. Is that actually how it goes? (laughs) No. I was like, Shit. yeah, Sinatra was singing that back in 1955. No wonder you love Frank Sinatra so much. Stay off my fucking plane. <laughs> That's great. It's probably some derogatory shit about the stewardesses and, and drinking liquor and stuff like that. There really should. There should be a dirty Sinatra who sings 1950s style. There you has know, to be. Oh, dog, there songs. has to be. That has I, that style. That why am I leaving such a beautiful YouTube snap? channel idea just sitting on the table? Do it up, man. That maybe that's your lane. I'll write for you and you can sing. You got the better voice. <laughs> I did once karaoke Frank Sinatra, so I'm essentially as qualified as anybody. As long as you didn't spike the mic after, we're good. Spike? No, we're going to add that in. <laughs> we're going to add that in. Frank Sinatra goes hard. <laughs> I have a feel like Trill Sinatra. Oh, face shit. tattoos <laughs> tinfoil grills hi <laughs> <laughs> right, man we, this we might be onto something here all right i got another uh just keeping it because uh you know we're talking about covid testing and all that i have a i have a, another covid testing story so i'm gonna i'm gonna bridge oh, okay. these two together here obviously to to keep it on topic so lobotomy style and and prostate exam style testing aside there's a new idea being suggested. This comes from a Dutch researcher. This Peter Van Wees came up with a new way to test for COVID. And I like this. I think we're all going to like this. I'm behind this. I want to put my money into this company if he starts one. Basically, this testing is done. They put a person into an airlocked booth. Okay. Okay. And then they scream. Just scream <laughs> for like a few seconds. You just stand there and yell and scream however you want. Point being that when you're doing that, you're shooting a bunch of air particles projectile like out with force. Right. And then a, an industrial air purifier soaks them up and then they get analyzed. Oh, okay. and then you get a, that's how you get the covid test. So instead of like invasive, invasively violating, you know, the sanctity of 
holes that you don't use for that kind of thing, mostly for most people. <laughs> How about you just let out some frustration of this past year being all the things we've dealt with. This guy's come up with an idea that you get tested and you get to scream out your frustration like best of both worlds. Fuck man. Yes. Nobel Prize. Look no further. No Who else are you going to go with? No waste of time, bro. Getting everything at once. You're getting therapy as well as a test. Boom. Yeah. Mr. Mr. Van Wees, we salute you. I feel like Hero. I would get in there and scream and like hurt my lungs because I would be like, I don't. When do you actually try to scream? Like, if if you go into a room and someone said scream as hard as you like can, you probably say in classes, maybe like. Uh, uh, yeah. When do you get? Yeah, that's exactly it. It's like uh, it's like <laughs> it's like when we went to see a football game in Detroit and they had the like the forty yard dash <laughs> outside the front. <laughs> <laughs> and I ran it, and then when I got my thighs hurt for a week because my body was like, dude, you're in jeans and you're wearing like Tim's, and now you're sprinting 40 yards full speed out of nowhere. You were just drinking a beer standing over there, and you're gonna make me run full speed. Yeah, it's the same thing. If you had to scream right now, you'd hurt your lungs. But if you like warmed up a little bit, a little vocal, you know, all right, we're gonna do some volume. scream tests. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Like the start of that old dirty bastard song back in the day. <laughs> yeah, they just put on ODB and say sing along. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So I, I I agree that this is this is a this is a heroic scientific achievement. Science I mean, can be so cool sometimes. It and then can. it can be so fucked up. Hey. It can. We're either gonna shove this stick in your ass or you can scream <laughs> in this booth. What do you want to do? I'm gonna scream. <laughs> to your two choices. Thanks for the choices. Wouldn't people get confused? Like, I don't know why nobody's picking the anal swab. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's not that bad. You know. <laughs> oh God. Oh God. What kind of people would come through who are like, "Would you like the scream booth or the anal swab?" And they're like, "I'll take the anal swab, please." I bet you'd be a lot of people that you wouldn't expect. <laughs> Keeping you in the realm of disease for the last one here. And wow. Like, that's... This is a, this is this is a nice transition though because it's okay. disease, but it's like kind of funny but good. So, the CDC actually has a zombie apocalypse preparedness 101 plan on their website all right shout out to the cdc so what's, they, it, they, what's it involve so they start out with just like a brief history of where zombies could potentially come from quoting different movies like <laughs> saying there's different styles Sorry, of quoting zombies. different movies yes bro okay, yes that's, you know what that's actually reassuring <laughs> that they're a lot like well according to our research you could technically come back to life and eat everybody you know like, <laughs> I'm glad that they're like they're like basic premises like, oh, this is just Hollywood still. Like, yeah, they whew, quote Resident okay. Evil in a few other different places. So they give a little brief description of where it could potentially arise from. Um, but then really, like the whole point of it is it's a tongue in cheek way of actually just giving basic emergency preparedness. But oh. they throw the zombie apocalypse spin on it to get you to click and think it's funny. Kind of interesting. It's like when you put the dog's medicine in a piece of cheese. It's exactly what that is. That is exactly <laughs> what that is. So idiots like you and I talk about it. Like, this is so cool. <laughs> hey, we're educating people on survival today. Continue. Yeah. So they give basic, you know, basic tips, like the whole, like, keeping a, a, a stock of stuff, you know, water, mm -hmm. like a gallon per person per day for, like, I think it's a two-week period. You know, non-perishable foods, medicines, tools, supplies, that kind of shit, right? Stuff you wouldn't think about, too. Um, you know. Sorry, a gallon of water we, per day. Per person. Per person. Yeah. For two weeks. Or I, I can't remember the exact total time. It might be for a month. So if but... I've got so if I've got like a family, I need like like sixty gallons of water on it's... standby. Well, I mean 
potentially if you were making a serious like bomb shelter fucking <laughs> store you know what i mean but like realistically dude 60 right. gallons isn't actually that much it sounds like a crazy amount like but a it's bathtub, like a couple isn't it? it's like, like a couple cases of water yeah yeah you i know? guess that's right I guess that's right. All right. All right. All right. But anyway, I, I'm not a survivalist, though. I'm a, I'm a neither, pampered bro. sack of shit. So me neither. But yeah. So anyway, and then they got other, you know, basic uh, emergency plan instruction stuff. Like, what are you going to do? Like, have an emergency, like have a generator, that kind of shit. Right. Yeah. So it, it's basic shit. It's tongue in cheek. Right. I just thought it was fucking great that they just embraced some meme shit. And we're like, zombie apocalypse, motherfuckers. What should you do? Because <laughs> think about it. Like, yeah. Are you going to? I don't know, man. I always think of it Resident Evil style. Like I'm driving in my car and I just happen to be listening to the radio that day because oh, it's class. Like <laughs> there's something exactly. that's unfolding downtown. Like <laughs> like residents are like eating that. each other at the Seven Eleven. Like oh yeah. fuck, you just flipped a channel because we now happened. go live to a girl who's about to get eaten on air. It says, I'm downtown at the at the <laughs> stadium here. And people, it's it's crazy. <laughs> yeah right and then there's got to be some sort of like event that like you end up it's you like end up in the wilderness you like wake up and it's just you it's like a week later so that's how the, the game has to start yeah you, you know fell out I mean? of your you fell out of your tree stand while you were hunting bears and knocked yourself out and woke up three days later out of a coma Right. You still had your you still had your bow and arrow. Doug, set. we're on fire today with these <laughs> ideas. Like we are like Hollywood's getting turned on its head right now. Sign us up. We're 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 really we're really synergizing some creative. Bro, we can do vibes. this. It's, it's walking dead, but not shit. I think we can do it. Yeah, oh boy. <laughs> Someone right now is like, what's that email? I'm gonna fucking tell this guy. You think walking dead shit? Do you? Really? To set the record straight, I do not think Walking Dead shit. I thought no, the first season was fantastic. Sucks no, listen, I thought the first season was fantastic, and then I thought it slowly went downhill. And when they Dude, get the, to prison, the first season's on. like four fucking episodes. Like and it was good. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> but still, when they get to the prison, and you and I were sitting there and literally calling out the twists before they even fucking happened, before they had even showed any of the hints for who might have done certain things. Do you remember that? Do you fucking remember that shit? We were watching yeah. it at the same time as Breaking Bad, like, and we were both like, hap- "Right, right." We called it out fire then, right? Yeah. We called it out, and we're like, "This is exactly what's gonna happen." And then it fucking happened, and we laughed, and we're like, "Okay, yeah, uh, actually, we're done with this We show. had a lot of fun. No, no, no. You know what? No, we quit, or at least I was. Re- I think I remember saying to you, like, "I don't want to watch the show anymore." <laughs> Where it was like the start of a new season. It was like the third or fourth, or fourth season, or something like that. Curl! And they like they fucking dude. They introduced it was the opening scene. Right. Which was like uh, the classic zombie, like supply run to a defunct grocery store thing. Right. Yeah, or something yes. like that. It was like the first scene of a season. And there was like nine new characters and they're all talking and it's like, oh, OK, OK, new cast. And then they killed like seven of them in the first scene. They didn't have any lines, so you didn't care about them yet. But the ones that yeah. had lines, they didn't kill them quite yet. Yeah, but they, they even had people with lines. And I was like, I and then yeah. I remember watching with you and being like, I just got to know that guy eight seconds ago. What the but fuck? Let like, me guess. I can't remember, but their lines were probably something rudimentary like, oh, I need to get back to my daughter. She's <laughs> sick. <laughs> oh, this guy needs to get back to his daughter. He's got motivation to live. Oh, no, they killed him. Just kidding. Later. There's that's his. Those are his bowels. Aren't you torn? Open. Aren't you torn? Don't you feel emotion? Don't you feel any attachment? Anyway, that's enough ragging on the wrong. Speaking of dead. speaking of killing in eight seconds, you know how you can kill someone okay. in eight seconds? How? Crossbow, crossbow to the head. Now in Japan, okay, <laughs> okay. they have extremely. 
<laughs> if that isn't the best segue you've ever had. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, so <laughs> in Japan, uh, they've got really strict gun laws. So if you fire a gun right. in Japan, you can get up to like 20 years just for firing a gun, right? So it even deters like the Yakuza from using fucking guns. Okay. So with that being said, and so back even in like 2017, only three people total were killed with guns. It's the only year I got gun stats on. I didn't do all my research. This isn't a fucking science podcast. Get out of here. People in America but, hearing that stat and being like, what? <laughs> what? No. Three people got shot this morning in Chicago. Um, so anyway, so what has happened is that crossbows have basically become the new Glocks because they're not as like not as fucking illegal as guns, right? That's like very steampunky or something, it feels like. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. So I guess last summer, um, this guy Hideki Nozu, he was a 23-year-old kid, killed his whole family with um, a crossbow in a pretty violent way. However, it led to a bunch of strings of copycat crimes. Oh. So then more people were using crossbows to kill other people and kill themselves. So now they're at the point in Japan where they need to like actually create the same laws for fucking crossbows as they have for guns. Because people I guess are using so one-handed fucking bows and murdering each other, dude. Imagine you get rolled up on by a dude with a crossbow. <laughs> Empty your pockets. Like, what the fuck is that, man? <laughs> like, like fires and misses, and he's like, shit, hold on. Like, why? <laughs> <laughs> Did you fucking move while I put this bolt in? I need 40 <laughs> seconds, buddy. Move. Just stand there. <laughs> I Well, I mean, Japan's got it right basically right that like it's you know not to not to get into the gun control thing but like the point isn't about the guns it's about the fact that people are being killed by them right mm -hmm. that they're like there are objects these objects that people use to murder each other and we don't want them to do that anymore right so japan just looks at it like that like we banned the guns so you wouldn't murder each other and now you're murdering each other with crossbows so the same principle applies mm -hmm. like now we don't want those either if they switch to fucking slingshots they're gonna be like stop using these things well they're probably already stabbing the shit i i feel like the yakuza knives are probably like oh knives bam done that's the paradox of the knife right is they're like yeah you can kill people but you also kind of need them to like open the package you just got from amazon you know what i mean so yep yep they are they are tools my friend that's what you say when the police true. arrest you those are my chef's knives like okay dexter like come here buddy <laughs> really is that why you have 65 of them in this kitchen here like i'm very well, specific most uh most professional chefs do have like a ridiculous amount of knives it's true some bomb true. ass shit. But also all professional chefs are serial killers yes okay just want to make sure that's a scientifically proven ladies look out if uh if man hits you yeah, up on i'm Tinder, a chef says, i'm a chef i have 40 knives run <laughs> run would you like to come over and be dinner i mean and have dinner <laughs> okay no swipe left swipe left that's better swipe than left right right yeah, i would left. i are you trying to get killed or not get killed not get killed swipe left okay that's right <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Got it. Uh, keeping in the realm of insane crime stuff, the okay. I-5 Strangler was found strangled to death in his cell in California. So Roger Reese Kibbe, known as the I-5 Strangler in the 70s and 80s because he was strangling people along the I-5, he admitted to raping and strangling at least seven women. Well, Ooh. just recently, he was strangled in his own cell. So it looks like karma came back on this motherfucker. Probably pissed somebody off inside jail, and then he himself was strangled to death and some karmic justice. Wow. I mean, that is, that is very out of a Am. television show. That's the, first, that's the first movie worthy idea today that we didn't write ourselves. That sounds like a Walking Dead plot point. Okay, get this, get this, get this, get <laughs> okay, this. Get this yeah. So the strangler 
gets strangled. You know what? This is dope, though, because you, you're talking about a serial killer. So I think I can technically say that fucking A is now a true crime podcast. You want to see our numbers go up, buddy. Just you wait. No, fucking yeah. Through the roof. I think true crime is probably one of the most popular things people listen to. Anal swabs and serial killers. Nice. Dude, nice. that's going to be the name of our spinoff true crime show. <laughs> <laughs> Anal swabs and serial killers coming this fall. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck. What if there's a serial killer that kills people with anal swabs? Oh, shit. Here we go. Now, this, is, right. next, let's, this let's, is our sequel, bro. Let's roll. Let's roll with this one. <laughs> yeah, this is spinning. our new series. Keep spitballing here. So when the, right? After after seven, seri- <laughs> seven seasons of Al Gore, the serial killer, the studio comes back to us and are like, what else do you have? And like, sit down because we've got an idea for you. The anal swab killer. And they'll just be like, okay, I'm listening. I'm listening. <laughs> so how does it start? Like, well, he goes to an airport in China and, and has and gets an anal swab of his own and it drives him mad. And then he roams the world anal swabbing people to death in airport tell me one network executive that when you sit down and pitch the idea okay so the anal swab serial killer and they go i'm listening they i, I think they probably close their laptop but we're gonna Pro- stop this you're right probably now. at like hulu or something like that someone who's like we're desperate to keep up with now you gotta ones. go to like shutter that new, <laughs> that new fucking horror one i mean to quibi <laughs> even though they folded right they're done they did. Right. And I'm pretty sure they had a serial killer show. And I'm like, really going to kill somebody every 10 minutes? Probably. Like, Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, that's right. 10 minute episodes. Who done it? Find out in eight minutes. So Baltimore, Maryland. All right. I'm going to read you. I'm going to read you some of the stuff straight from the article here, because clearly I didn't feel like actually writing notes today. So Tiffany France thought that her son would receive his diploma this coming June. Graduating high school. Wonderful. Good for you. But. After four years of attending this high school in Baltimore, her son, France learned, must start over all again and go back to the ninth grade. 17 years old, he's getting a redo of the whole high school experience, my friend. Now, okay, if you're wondering how this happened, it's because instead of graduating, his, his transcripts show that he has passed three classes in four years and only earned two and a half credits, placing him currently in ninth grade. So he was never actually on his way to graduating high school. Now, here's what happened. Apparently at this high school, the mom's upset because she said that even though he was failing, they kept advancing him. So he kept failing classes and getting moved up to the next class. He would fail. They said he failed Spanish and he gets moved to Spanish, too. He fails (laughs) algebra. He goes to algebra, too. So they just kept rolling him through even though he was failing his records show that in three years he failed 22 classes and was absent for 272 days so also maybe maybe he didn't really want to graduate high school either but would you you give a fuck if you were already failed and they kept putting you through like why would i even come if i came out of ninth grade with two credits yeah i probably would have been like i'm i'm yeah this isn't gonna happen for me he probably cop one in like 11 or 12 when he got to take like weightlifting and was like yeah i'll go to that i'll take that class (laughs) you killed ninth grade gym (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. so in four years at, at augusta fells high school here she said francis son earned a gpa of 0.13 which gotta be the smartest kid at school. I mean, that's like literally 
like you almost you were this you were a hair above never having been to any classes at all wow so his class ranks 62 out of 120 apparently which means that nearly half of his classmates 58 of them have a 0.13 grade point average or lower so here's the part of the article that's interesting it's not just this kid it's like the whole fucking school nobody goes to the school right so he was actually average apparently so this is the public school system in at least in baltimore that's being propped up by like probably paper mache but it's i mean brutal look i've seen the wire so i am an expert on the baltimore (laughs) public school system okay right let right, me tell you. Let me tell you. <laughs> no, obviously, I know nothing about the Baltimore. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Okay, do you remember what it was like to finish high school? Like, uh, do you remember? Yeah. Do you can you recall like like the the last day and like the last thing and like oh you suddenly that moment where you realize like I'm never going back to high school again. Yeah, it's it was over. terrifying. Yeah, but it's also like amazing, <laughs> right? You're done. You're like, yeah, oh my facts. god, I, I I never have to write another exam, which is a lie because depending on what you do, eight months later you're doing it again anyway. But can you imagine if right at the end of the day, some guy comes up to you and is like, Matt, I'm sorry. You're starting it all over again. Like, no. All the way back to the fucking start. That guy hit the like the longest snake in Snakes and Ladders. He got fucked, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he got fucked. Real yeah. life rage. Yeah, that's that's I mean, how do you recover from that? Like, it's you time don't. to that's dog, exactly it's time it. to start a YouTube channel at that point. Like you're you're out of the game. But that's exactly you know? it. Right. They don't. This guy's right. not going to finish and get a GED until maybe he's older and he go back and goes back and visits it. But the, the sad reality, I would guess, is that yeah, it was once you're already down that path, so. you're so far gone that you're like, fuck it. So, like, he, what does this high school do exactly? Uh, Half of your students are missing 200 classes and failing every single thing. I'll tell you exactly like, what they do. They hold their hand out. The government gives them subsidies to try to help pay for their classes and stuff. The teachers ask for more funding. They don't get enough that they need. The teachers come to school every day, are worried about saying the wrong thing because I don't want to get fucked up by the students. So they're just trying to survive their day. They're also trying to deal with the fact that their students don't want to come. So they're having a hard time teaching it and it becomes this horrible cyclical thing where the teachers become apathetic. Don't give a fuck. Oh, I see. Don't give a fuck. So now it becomes just their uh... job. You've watched The Wire twice, I see. Many times, many times, my friend. <laughs> wow, you've actually done all the way through. That's impressive. <laughs> that's a that's a sad state of affairs, especially I mean, especially for two people like us who were an example of the of the uh, the true heights of the public education system. Well, you know? well that's exactly it. I, I like I know you're joking when you say that, but we are in a sad way. I am in a sad way because I was pushed through school. I was able to do the bare minimum to get straight 80s because i would grab the rubrics and say what do you want from me cool i'm gonna do the bare minimum to get your marks here i figured out how to do school it's not that i became more intelligent and learned more things it was just i knew what they wanted from me and i just put it down on paper and regurgitated their information bam i got the marks and got pushed through when in reality when in reality we hit university and it was a slap in the fucking face when i realized that i have no idea how to study i have no idea how to learn i have no idea how to apply any of this stuff and i had to learn on the fly which is life however that shit should have been instilled in me way fucking earlier on sure. rather than school just trying to get you through to the next grade man well it's almost like the i mean it's because school doesn't help most people learn at all like Not literally all. reading facts and then being being literally somebody just telling you a bunch of shit and being like remember that you're like what no and some people are good at it fucking good for them you know like education itself is 
one of the pillars of society. Like you have to have strong education. True. The issue is the way we're engaging kids, the way it's being presented, all of that stuff evidently is like, I don't think it works, man. As speaking from personal experience where you go to university and it's a slap in the face to like, I have no idea how to do any of this myself, how to teach myself. I remember we did a, a math unit because you have to do these independent study units in, in high school. I think you guys probably had it in your school board too. But uh, it might have. I don't know. I can't. We had to do a whole a whole math unit where we had to teach the fucking shit to ourselves from the textbook, and nobody could. We were like flabbergasted, like had no fucking idea how to do anything. Yeah. So teacher had to pretty much go through it with us, right? So that was a kind of, and he said to us like, "This is what you're gonna have to do when you grow up and when you get to university." But obviously, none of us had those fucking skills, right? Right. Right. So I don't know. Like fuck school, but also put more money into schools and revolutionize how we actually teach these kids. Yeah, like, that's the thing. Like it's it fucks with my head when I see people who are always like, oh, um, you learn more on the Internet than you could ever you could ever learn at school. I'm like, it's not true. Like school sucks in a lot of ways and it's not an effective way of teaching a lot of people. But like the you know, the information you have access to is the best information you're going to be able to find. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't come in like a easily digestible format is the problem, right? Like it's not YouTube videos are great because they're 14 minutes. Like if you want to study for a college exam, like you're going to study for like 12 hours at yeah. least, at least you know I mean? minimum. And you got to sit there quietly and make your eyes read words and then make the words stay in your head, which is in, in itself a serious fucking challenge, right? Mm -hmm. You got to, and that's it. You got to learn how to do that stuff, how your brain actually fucking remembers stuff. And that's the thing, like now as an adult, after doing school, I can go to the, the internet where I know there's good source stuff and I can learn. But if you would have did that to me 10 years ago, I would have went on the internet and not retained any of it because sure. I didn't know how to actually fucking study and learn, right? That's Those are learned skills. So, yeah. I mean, like you have to learn how to learn, like straight up. It's, well, it's, it's like a whole generation of people who don't know how to read, not literally, like, well, I'm not going to say the people who don't know how to read, they can read, but can't read a book and it's like not mm. i mean i sound like i'm an that's old more man of an attention thing but i think that's you're, you're right that starts from a young age like if your parents when you were growing up especially like younger kids now and over the last like 10 15 years or so like your parents probably will just handed you a screen and were like shut up and go amuse yourself for a while like i like i mommy needs a break but like if they never were read to or read as kids they're not going to suddenly do it when they're older and by then it'll be so hard for them because the skills are so far behind that to do it is such a monumental climb. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like if you were never read to and you didn't read very much as a kid, like when you're 25, you're not going to sit down and start reading fucking Tolstoy. You're going to be like, it's literally going to take you six hours to read a chapter. And then you're going to be like, fuck this. I could have been, I could have been on my TikTok all the time. <laughs> read to your kids, people read to your kids. It will go fucking miles for their development as kids. Not only that, just like make them read. That like too. make them read right away when they're young. Be like, you should read a book. Like, and then I think if you suck at reading as a parent, like if I was a parent and I couldn't read very well, I would just pretend to read. Like I would just have a book. Just, and like, put You tell me you just stand there and like stare at a newspaper all day. <laughs> I would just hold a book because then your kid would be like, hey, they're reading. And then they would do it. And then once they start doing it, you're like, fucking sucker. Like, idiot. you know what I mean? Fucking idiot. You don't have to read to teach your kids to read. That's the fucking a uh, parenting advice of the day. You just got to make them believe that you read so that they copy you. Right. Exactly. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay. We're a couple intelligent guys. <laughs> right? A couple smart, dumb fucks. I've been trying to put you all on reading and the, the importance of education. Right. Well, just the other night here, I went back to my old tweets from 2013. <laughs> okay. 
And let me tell you, I was not a smart guy. I, it was all sports stuff. And then sprinkled in were a few gems, a couple that I'd, I'd like to share with you. Oh, man. Uh, all right. So starting off, shut the fuck up and get turned. This is a quote that I attributed to God. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I miss college. I remember that part of the Bible, too. I do too. That's that's the Bible I ascribe to. 2013. This was this was this was late university. This was yeah, the bro. culmination of your education right here is what that was. Yes. This is It's <laughs> like third or fourth year. Had a boy. Uh, what else? What else what else is in this epic vault? Uh okay, so this is a quote. So I think this is a lyrics from somebody I heard say this, but I'm uh, okay. I'm going to read it off here. I'm in a lab coat rhyming high as shit. When I die, donate my organs to science, bitch. Fuck, right. Uh, oh, I don't know buddy. who said that, but that makes me that makes me laugh years later. All right, and I'll follow that right okay. up with, I am whiter than country music. Uh, so is that uh, it? Th- that's it. I was not a I was not a funny guy, evidently. I just thought that was a I little mean, bizarre. Maybe that wasn't a joke. Maybe that was a factual statement. <laughs> Maybe Seems right. I mean, yeah. you are. So. I am. I'm so pale. Uh, OK. Flies are always on their grind. You can see them plotting shit, rubbing those grubby little fucking fly hands together. I hate flies. I hate flies. Why do I? Oh, no, I'm not going to tell that story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I don't think anybody should oh, know no. that story. That No, sorry, folks. That one dies with us. I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't even remember what you're talking about. I'll text it to you later. Maybe someday in a different context, we'll tell that story. Because I think it's just like we're too fucked up <laughs> for that to get out yet. So, But that is a ridiculous tweet. That is. I, I mean, I feel like I've seen that that's stated elsewhere like people make that joke all the time on the internet now where they're like flies are always scheming with the hands like fucking flies fuck flies man i hate flies why all right, like uh, really i mean okay, okay. what well, they I ever mean, do they, to you well they have Let's their dive place into in the this one as well okay did something happen when you were a boy involving yes, a fly it did um my dad bought a farm <laughs> and, and I, we slept out there and they had bad screen windows and i woke up to like Many flies. Many flies. That's actually a true story, though. Like, I legitimately did have, like, 30 flies. Probably is why you hate flies. You probably, probably. just got the same <laughs> thing. Probably like, is. Fucking flies! And then you just never, you know, your Fuck brain was fly. like, okay, that's what you like here. Ching! Like, yep. there you go. All right. Uh, what else do I got here? Okay. Oh, all, cap- all capitals. Eclectic drum sounds and platonic phasers. It's hashtag live from space. I don't know what the fuck I was on when I was talking about this, but (laughs) (laughs) oh shit, Uh, that's that's uh, that's some of your more lit moments. I think that's what I'm saying. This is a time when I think I was living the life, man. Uh, Blowing ounces to my face, you know, feeling philosophical. Uh, All right, the best insult of all time is skidoo face. Now this was because we called we were really drunk and called some long faced dude skidoo face, and he laughed so hard he almost threw up. So that just became that just became our insult for quite a while. Oh, there's nothing better for the internet to read than an inside joke from people who were over people who were in a room in the I'm real just, world together. I'm just gonna delete this one really. Soon. You know how to you knew how to tweet <laughs> is what you know. You really harness uh, the power of it. Yeah, and then the rest of my Twitter account was literally just screaming about the Tennessee Titans and yeah, Ohio. That's State why Titans. I deleted all the tweets off my old Twitter account because I was straight like, garbage. I don't need these straight eight garbage. year old you know sports takes on here this is just stupid 
they're probably awful takes too. What yeah, I, will, yeah. I will say, I appreciate this because now I know that I don't want you running the podcast Twitter account. No, so. you don't. You do not. Or maybe, maybe you're fucking with me. Maybe you put this segment in because I nudged you this week about doing Twitter stuff. And now you're like, I know how to get him off my back. I'll read him old tweets so he won't trust me with the podcast account. And then he'll keep doing it. And I don't have to put in the work. Well, see, I was I was controversial on Twitter here in a good way, though. Um, The Western Mustangs basketball team. I ran the Twitter account for a little while. That was pretty fun. And uh I, apparently I, I I wasn't allowed to do it anymore because I was a little too too much because our guys were like absolutely dunking all the fuck I think it was Waterloo we played and our guys were like literally like posterizing them and I was a little a little too much with it. <laughs> oh my God. I don't remember you losing that responsibility. I do. <laughs> we're like we're gonna let the business manager guy take care of. Him. I'm like that's probably a good idea, man. Uh, I was popular among the players, that's for sure. All right. I mean, I, they probably got sick of you being like, suck these nuts on another poster slam. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Verified, like, official basketball team Twitter. Fuck, account. I wish I could remember what I was saying. Oh, my God. Some good stuff, though. Doc, this is why you got to get into the social game now, because even major social media, you know, on, on for big companies is now all memes and, and fucking jokes and shit. So, like this podcast it, we need your influx of ridiculousness in the social sphere that's how we're going to build our our followers and our listener base I'm telling you all right all you right. need to find just like the rest of this show you need to find the healthy balance and certainly reread before you press tweet once yes. or twice yes maybe like seven times and then send to you and be like can i say this is this okay <laughs> <laughs> yes approved just, what would other people think if they read this is what you need to think I'm like, oh, okay. I'll never listen to that fucking podcast. Had a boy. Wow. Old tweets. So that's brave of you to even bring them up, though. You know, yeah, that's because I cleaned out all the ones that would get me in trouble. No, there right. actually wasn't really anything. I was so glad to see that because you always fucking hear of people that like they got a tweet brought up from when they were like 14 or whatever, right? Yeah, you're They're, famous like, enough apologize. for it now. That's for sure. Yeah, I have. I was pretty happy that I'm like, there's really nothing that I'm like, I, this is this is questionable. Right. No, it's pretty good. Most right. of it I just deleted because I was like, this is trash. Like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, you read some opinion you put up about like a, a sports game from eight years ago and you're like, whoa. Yeah, you probably okay. took it wrong in context now that I'm a little bit older and understand the game better and stuff. Yeah. Also, like you look like an idiot. Do people not realize that when yeah. they tweet that shit all the time? I'm like, you kind of look like an idiot sometimes. Like unless you're doing like you're running like a media thing or like you're that's different. Group. That's People different. People who just tweet into the void to their like 17 followers and like seven of them are bots. Like no, like the fucking the Red Sox really suck today. Their pitching is it's like, who are you talking to themselves like, themselves? As long as you're self-aware that you know it, it's OK. I'm okay. Oh, but you're, you can't be once you're aware of it. You don't do it anymore. I feel well, like. I know somebody that does who literally will verbatim say to you, do not follow me on Twitter. I just use it as a sounding board for my angry sports tweets. And that's exactly what the fuck he does. I need to click on follow. I need to click on follow. Respect. (laughs) Respect. That's constant. Honestly, constant 24 seven, just Maple Leafs shitting constantly. Sure. Because every now and then you might catch the algorithm and then like one of your jokes might blow up, bro. And then you're famous. Like you quit your job. You literally don't have to work anymore. Like one of your tweets blows up. It's over. You're good. Yeah, you just you're, out, you're out there. Successfully transition into another internet career. Yeah, monetize it. Your meme gets hot, and then you subtweet it, and you're like, "Did I? Did, if you checked out my mixtape, 
And then you and then you make all the money on like the advertising. Like, have you ever, you don't use Twitter, right? Have you ever seen every time there's like a a, a meme tweet that goes like viral, viral, like mm-hmm. hundreds of thousands of likes? It's the same like eight products get sold underneath them. Like, oh, probably. I would not be surprised. All right, let me keep it. Uh, let me keep it to Toronto okay. here. Okay. For all my people back in the four one six, be careful. All right, be careful. There's a fake taxi company called Toronto Taxi. I was trying to take your loot from your hard-earned citizens out here. So be fucking careful. So everybody kind of has the same story about these guys. So late at night, parking lot kind of thing, a guy will come up to you with a cab and say, hey, this cab won't take cash because of COVID-19. I got 20 bucks here. My fare is, you know, $18, $19. Can you pay it with your debit for me, please? Right. And these unsuspecting people who think they're doing a nice thing because it's fucking midnight at Eglinton and Warden and they're like, this guy's trying to get out of here. Sure. Beep. Tap their carts. One woman, uh, Amina Sheik, said she kept her receipts from this fake company and they charged about $4,700 to her account. One shot in $2,400 and then another payment of like $600, $400 and another couple uh, hundred. So she went to go to to the grocery store and buy groceries and it declined. And she's like, what? That's wrong. Pulled out her phone and looked and saw that like literally in live time, like money was being fucking taken from her. So it was like she kept seeing these uh, giant increments being taken. Right. And there's been about 13 other people that have come forward so far with similar uh, similar stories. Some people getting, you know, thirty two hundred dollars, seventeen hundred, a thousand, but up to forty seven hundred is the highest so far. Right. So listen, people, if you get somebody out there trying to bleed your heart saying they need help, tell them to fuck off, tell them to fuck off because it's not true. Cab drivers will take cash. Unless yeah. you're with Uber, that's different. That's a different story. You can't pay with this cash. Built in, yeah, it's built, exactly. built in. The, so you can't even use Uber without signing up with the Correct. Uh, credit Correct. card, right? So. But cab drivers are all still accepting cash. And if you hand a cab driver a 20, on a, he's not going to give you change. He'd be like, thank you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, of course, they're going to accept that. Yeah. Don't get caught up in this shit, peeps. Watch right. out. Public service announcements too, eh? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Fuck. I'd be right. so fucking cheese, dude. That's why I don't... I do not fucking... I don't trust anybody with any sort of electronic payment thing when they're asking for a favor. Like, nope, sorry, nope. If you're like, dude, look, I have 20 bucks for my cab and it's $22, I'm like $2 short, do you have it? I might actually be like, here's your toonie, you know? Fuck it. I don't, I don't. It's so sad though, isn't it? That every time somebody asks for help in in the real world, you're like, I don't, what what are you trying to steal from me? You know? It's awful, actually. It's terrible that we think that way, but shit, man, I gotta be careful. Yeah, it's all scamming. Gotta be on your toes, right? Always gotta be scamming. I think you just gotta use your brain, right? Like there's a there was a string of Domino's employees at different locations where they were at the end of like closing time when like the drivers and like the the last guy was closing up and going home. They had this uh example where this old woman was sitting in the passenger seat of her car asking them for a ride home in the passenger seat of her own car. So immediately you're like, What the fuck? That's kind of strange, right? Well, in this specific example, um, the, she was in the seat and the guys were like, OK, one sec, we'll give you a ride home. We're going to go in and tell our parents we're going to be home late because they're young kids. Right. Yeah. So they go in, immediately call the police. Police show up. It was a man in costume with a fucking huge knife in his car. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Boy. dude. So what I'm the point of what I'm saying is like if it doesn't feel right and it seems kind of weird and sketchy, call someone. Yeah. Call Fuck off. Don't don't. And if she really needs to get home and she's in her, she can't drive. The cops will help her out. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, but they'll make sure, you know, she's make sure you don't get stabbed. Stab a cop. Right. Like more than they bargain for. Whoa, that's fucking wild. All right. Well, here I got I got one more story here. Uh, Officers at the U.S. Mexico border 
made themselves a, a bit of a bust last week. Standard, you know, happens all the time. A lot of, you know, contraband drugs crossing the border happens. It's what they're there for. That's what the, that's what the Border Patrol is on patrol for, right? Keeping these marijuanas, marijuanas and other illicit substances away from our children. Keeping you know? Texas safe behind the wall. That's right. That's right, basically. But this day, my friend, Border Patrol made a bust. It's really going to make a difference. They really got they got something hard off the streets. OK, 277 pounds of pure, uncut, south of the border, prohibited pork bologna, keeping <laughs> these streets safe. <laughs> Fuck bologna. Y'all now the fuckers need salami. Bologna containing pork apparently is prohibited because it could contain animal disease. I guess there's something about that, which of course, like, oh, now we care about animals and diseases, and <laughs> you know, oh, okay, now it's a problem we should be watching out for. Listen, we we sell that stuff, so you, nah, nah, problem. Keep it out there. No, like I uh, on a like non-joking sense, I could see why that would be legal. Like I get that. Yeah. On a completely joking sense, that's fucking hilarious, though. 277 pounds of this shit. Did you just have in his trunk? Was it think? like in his tire wheels? Yeah. Oh, like, it was like struggling? under, I think he was doing it sort of like under the the mat in the back. Oh, yeah, like, you know, your trunk, it. like you have to lift, like where the spare tire goes. Yep. So yep. he wasn't even trying that hard, apparently. Like, like when you cross the border with all these smugglers, like they're not going to look and like they don't know that's in every car. They're like, check the big space thing in the trunk that's underneath the mat. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, 277 pounds of bologna in here. Surprise, surprise. Do you think, do you think, I was saying, I was reading the story and I kept thinking to myself, I'm like, do you think that this guy was like a, like a mule in training? And they were like, here's the thing. You want to, you want to take the hard stuff up to the States? you got to show what you can do. I take these 277 pounds of bologna across the border <laughs> and then we'll move you up to something harder. You're like, okay, I can do this. You can That's do this. Okay. That's how they break you in. Right. I'd be like, I don't, I don't want to deliver drugs, and they're like, okay, okay, okay. It Listen. is. It's, it's, it's like your first week on the job. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna send you baloney. Don't worry about it. Even if you get caught, you're not gonna get in that much trouble. It's baloney. Right. Don't worry it's about bologna. it. Baloney. It's fucking baloney, bro. Yeah. Trying to test out the border, like see if they'll just like pull this guy yeah. over. That's what I mean. I'm like, I'm suspicious. Like, what you were just, you were gonna do what with 277 pounds of baloney? Like, go around yeah. to different convenience stores and be like, do you know what I've got in my trunk out there? 200 pounds of, of illegal pork bologna. That's the meat you guy, bro. Did you, you have a meat in? guy growing up? Did I have a meat guy? Yeah, the guy that just shows up with a giant truck filled with <laughs> stolen meat. <laughs> I did not have one, unfortunately. Yeah, we laugh about this. Yo, um, my girlfriend had a meat guy. She didn't realize it. This is hilarious, dude. So as she got older, she's telling me this. You know, story. the sentence, the sentence, my girlfriend. Had a meat <laughs> Sounds oh, like God. the start of a Reddit post that's going to have a lot of interactions under it. So I found Bags. out my girlfriend had a meat guy. And <laughs> it was a few months ago. She was always on her phone. I didn't it's, know it's what it just, meant. It's just the meat guy. <laughs> it's the meat guy. Don't worry, baby. It's just the meat guy. No, when she was growing up, they had like a guy that literally would like fuck, fucking steal meat and they would be like, here you go. Like would hook up her grandmother and just be like, here you okay. go, lady. Have a good day kind of thing. Right. Like a Robin Hood of, of meat. But uh, <laughs> it was, and when she was when she was a kid, she had no idea that that was even like a thing. And then a she got meat older. Robin Hood? <laughs> she got older and realized like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, you know oh what? You know what? That kind of fucks with our I think that vibes with the rest of our our stances on things. You know, we're about public education, you know, 
ch- abusing children is bad, which, you know, terrorism is bad. And we believe in stealing meat from the rich and giving it to the poor. We, you know, we're a complex set of uh, set of podcasts. This is what we are. Yep. Support the elderly that need their free meat. Yeah. Hell yeah. I, I'm, I'm down. I vibe with the meat guy. Would you eventually get to the point with the meat guy that you start getting picky with your orders? Be like, no, 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 no. Like, this, this is not enough marbling in the strip yeah. loin. You know? what, this isn't Wagyu. This is fake. This is, this is bullshit. Is this real this Wagyu? Really? No, doesn't look marbled enough. You know? No. Like, I fucking shoved all of this meat down my pants and walked out of that, <laughs> that no frills. I told okay? him I had a tumor. Okay. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You're going to take, you're going to take the meat I steal, whether you like it or not. Is a savage, a, man. I feel like there's another idea for a show. One more. One more before the end of the episode. We slipped in, eh? The meat guy. The meat With guy ABC. that ends up getting sucked into like the real crime world where they find out he's so good at stealing meat. They're like, we can use this guy. Starts by stealing meat from the grocery store, right? It's mm-hmm. like it's like Ozark or something, right? And then he gets like in with like the cartels, and then they're like, "We have two hundred seventy-seven pounds of pork bologna. We need to get across the border." Call the expert. Call Show the us that guy. you can do it. It's like breaking meat is what it's gonna be. <laughs> breaking steaks. <laughs> uh, no, I call it. I don't know. Maybe maybe he's like okay. Maybe he's like a meth addict that does it to fuel his habit, and we'll call it high stakes. <laughs> <laughs> man there are people i don't think the the media and content and and television and and the entertainment world is aware of the genius that is brewing here week after week three quality ideas within an hour at least at least we're not even trying you know what i mean (laughs) but that's when the best stuff witty unpredictable talent and natural game is what's going on here what's going on here Oh, oh stuff, man. Cheers to you, buddy. Yeah, cheers, cheers to us. Cheers, cheers, cheers to, to us. Cheers, cheers to Robin to Hood us. meat thieves. Right. Robin Hood to the Robin Hood meat thieves. This has been the 24th episode of the fucking A podcast. I am Dan. This is Matt. Thank you for joining us here. Um, thanks for sitting in on our writer's room session where we have come up with numerous ideas that any of you, if any of you steal them, we will fucking hunt you down and we will deal with you. This is the way we, we will only... find you and we will stick an anal swab in you. So you better watch your goddamn ass. Only we get to steal content and then repackage it as our own and then pretend that we're good guys. Yes. Yeah. Get ready, get ready for the DMC aid music coming up at the end of this episode. Exactly. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> only we can take the hard work that local journalists do and then boil it down into shit and dick jokes for all of you to enjoy. Facts. We really made something of ourselves. Uh, you know that, man? Thank we you. Really have. We have, man. Thank you for listening to the inner machinations of two smart, dumb guys. I appreciate it. Smart, that's stupid a, fucks at work that over is, here. Yeah, that is. That That is. I think that's this week's description of the show. You know, we're always accepting uh, fan submissions for that as well. If you have a way of describing this podcast that that is you think is worthy, then you can email us as, as well for anything else. Any, you know, advice, feedback, comments, questions, whatever you got. Email the podcast at fnehpodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at fucking a podcast. And, you know, Matt and I appreciate you all. Right, buddy? Don't we? Do we? I love Do you. you. All of you. Every one oh. of you. You are all of God's children. And I embrace oh. all of you. 
what if God was one of us? I like the remix. What if God smoked cannabis? Did you write this yourself? Is this one of your old tweets? I heard it on YouTube, I think, like 15 years ago. Wow. Oh, back in the glory days. Back in the glory days where my buddies came across a Mexican gang murdering another guy that was completely unedited. We were Boy, that took a left turn really fucking quickly. Holy shit. The fuck was that? That's the real YouTube, bro. This is what happens when we stay on this too long. When the show runs a little bit long, it's just yeah, I should have now, signed off. Now the universe is, now it's cracking at the seams. Like we've hit I think we've discovered our podcasting Dude. limit. Know your limits, folks. Know stay your limits. Them. Stay within it. OLG, baby. Winner. Canyon. <laughs> Winner. Canyon. Winner. Fucking A. Canyon. All right, bro. Thanks, people. Bye. Don't try to hold that. You can't control that. I bought the Rari, the Tesla, then I got the throwback. I used to ride it. The Honda that was black as Kodak. And I recall it like a picture that is really that sick. Big screen lyrics, yeah. 16 era in. Say for you leave, can you fuck me in the mirror yet? Yeah. Baby, I got too many bitches, not to mention them. Hoes don't even know their names, but they be feeling it tough. They want to touch me like undercovers and anacondas. Before you fucking go purchase your Gary Paytons, I'm really not everybody. Sipping and talking bad is your daddy. You shouldn't fuck with these niggas. We yeah, worth the record. I fuck my bitch when I'm bored. Rich from the poor. Drunk high, stumbling off the shits and record. Smooth nigga, even when I miss, I'm a score. Damn, they don't make them like this anymore. Say I don't agree with you talking. And I ain't no regular Fuck you think they calling me him I'm a competitor Level a young veteran More lines than editor shit Why you think we top dogs Niggas different <laughs> I been that nigga since Hove was big pimping Fly nigga ain't no gravity Damn say something slick We on your line like a family plan I used to throw up gang signs Out my granny new van Just some young hood niggas With no guidance like Drake and Chris My latest shit make niggas elevate They pin my new chick Always say she ain't no basic bitch Well tell me why we always argue Over basic shit that's crazy 2020, we can burn one I done took way too many L's and I ain't earned some No more buying bags for bitches that can't afford one No more getting brain from bitches that I can't learn from Look, we done went from H to the Izzo To now a bunch of niggas and bitches with all gimmicks Show they ass more than Lizzo This shit screwed up I stayed the same like grenades when I took my yeah. pen out I used nigga to ride through up. the six with my boys Kicking your door Psychoanalysis, I feel like Sigmund Freud Video vixen, she copped a tits from the store Said, damn now Bitch, you are doorbell dumb Looking for crumbs in the cracks of a couch in a madhouse I laugh out loud, this shit I'm mad about Cash cow or mad cow if I ever cashed out Backpedals and tackles just turned into the rap route Mac robbing niggas with Max after he maxed out Caught him again, minimum chance he get back out Scoping the lens, we was kids with bubble wrap Oblivious to the fact the candy lady was a trap house Sliding through the city, I'm like sliding the stones I got the fam in the blicky if you eye me wrong Told the cop it ain't the 50s, I popped this chrome and I would not be wrong Next stop Yeah Wait, Jen, I'm in some pussy I was knee deeper than Funkadelics I am legend That explain all the will That a nigga carry Talking real big will like Ferris Top exit from the greatest Newborn babies That shit newly apparent I take my licks in the storm Bitch, do me raw Yeah, still fucking till six in the morn So I have flooded out the wrist to reward Damn, they don't make them like this Yeah, anymore. I fuck my bitch when I'm bored Rich from the poor Drunk cars stumbling off the shits and record Video Vixen, she got the tits from the store, said.